79. Yes. Hey, what's going on? It's Top of the Dude Chain Podcast, episode 79. Too bad it's not episode 76. <laughs> As in 1776. Because tomorrow... If you're what if you're listening to this when it first releases, then tomorrow's the fourth of July and it's seventeen seventeen seventy six. We kicked the filthy British tea into the river, <laughs> killed a bunch of them, and declared our independence for the greatest nation in the history of mankind. America. America. What's Not- going on, fellas? Any plans for the fourth of July? Oh man. Yeah. Listen to this. This is great. So we're going to start it off by working the day before the 4th of July. And then the 4th of July, Brittany's going to be on call. And then the day after, we're both going to work. So we got a great one. Yes, <laughs> I'll, be, uh, I'll be working also. <laughs> That's very British. <laughs> well, tell my boss and tell her boss. You know, she's a nurse. Hospitals have to stay open That's because understandable. people are going to blow their digits off and everything else. Now, granted, she works in the uh, endocrinology branch of the hospital. So... I don't know. I don't think she'll have to deal with anything unless yeah. somebody puts a firecracker somewhere they shouldn't. <laughs> Corey's, Corey's is understandable. He's a cop. Yep. Yeah. Obviously. I'm yeah. always kind of uh, stuck you, on the holidays. Do you get a thousand calls for people popping fireworks yes. in city limits and do you yes. ignore all of them? Yes. Okay, good. Hey, I listened to a police scanner one time on 4th of July. Yeah. And they were shooting bottle rockets. <laughs> yeah. Yet they were trying to hit the bottle rockets with actual bullets from a gun <laughs> <laughs> and the cop was like and it's pretty y'all get pretty candid on those things don't like, you i bet i could hit one and all that. yeah if it's a some calls are just so stupid i maybe. mean it's not it's not a formal thing like yeah, you're yeah. like yeah there's some idiots because that's what he was like he's like you yeah there's some dummies you're, out here you're, you're to, definitely not too worried about the general public who may be listening no all right yeah no. anyway Brittany's your wife's situation working in a hospital i could see that mm-hmm but you working on the Friday after and the Wednesday before? Well, the thing is, is we get we get one day off, the holiday. Yeah. So we'd have to take PTO or just not get paid to get the other two days off. I am in the hole on PTO. Mm-hmm. I don't have any paid time off left. And uh, being a counselor at church camp was 40 hours I didn't have. I had to actually write a letter, sign it, saying that, you know, if for any reason I left or didn't stay with the company, that I would pay back the uh, depleted, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah the the debt so uh anyways so i just i don't have any pto and if she's going to be working i'll just i'll just work and besides that's really it's going to be a good day for me to get caught up the worst thing about it is if i do anything there's a good chance i'll be doing it by myself but i mean as long as i can find something billable to do you know it'll be good so when you leave work do your bosses say god save the queen as you leave <laughs> no, maybe they should, huh? They, they drink their that's, Earl Grey tea and they just at. seem pleased with themselves. Bring scones instead they, of donuts. Yeah, I tell you what—that's that, not the most critical thing. I, I don't—I don't want to complain about work here, but man, it, the last thing I ever want someone to throw in my face about how good of a job I do is a percentage called utilization rate. I'm like, man, you know, I'm only so in control of how much work there is because that's really not my part of the job. <clears throat> But if there's work and you give it to me, I'm going to do it and I'm going to bill to it, you know? Well, that's the thing, man. A lot of times. It's a bogus metric, in my opinion. I agree. Because what if you're what Because if you're, if you're abusing that, it's because there's work to do and you're sitting around not doing it. Exactly. What if you are twice as efficient as the next guy? Yeah. You get penalized. Yeah. Because you're expected to bill more. Yeah. And that simply leads people to sitting around. It makes people drag jobs like, it's out. It's like a mechanic. Yeah. And, and then, and then job, you so. get everybody's utilization rate up, but they're dragging jobs out. And all of a sudden you're talking about, well, your productivity is bad. Yep. You're not getting so, okay, well, let's just keep fighting this metric instead of, hey, teamwork makes a dream work. Let's all work together. Mm-hmm. If you don't have something billable, let's find something you can do that's useful. You know what probably is better is money. Yeah. I mean, just. Just so you look at, at the amount of money coming in, I mm-hmm. mean, then those jobs that you're doing are bringing in money, and if it's not going down, you're probably good. Yeah, we what we need to do more than anything is uh, we've got to get this thing figured out about when you work outside, say in your construction, surveying, anything like that where it's an outside job. Any day it snows or rains or there's bad weather and you can't work, well, you're expected to just not get paid. 
Well, most of us live pretty much paycheck to paycheck. Not so much that we live beyond our means, but it's just missing one whole paycheck or a big chunk of a paycheck can definitely, you know, alter what you're able to do because of your monthly finances and, yeah. and you know, and everything else. Yeah, and that's, you know. So, you know, we taking time off isn't really a, a, an option, and making it up on Saturday isn't always a possibility, and that always gets thrown in our face. Well, you know, nobody ever works on Saturday. Like, yeah, nobody does work on Saturday. Y'all don't, we don't, nobody does. Because we got other stuff to do on Saturdays with our families, you know, or we have other stuff going on. Or guess what? We couldn't work because it was raining and it was raining on Saturday, too. You know, the weather didn't roll out until later. Plus, the jobs we go on, sometimes we can't get access to them on Saturday. So that's really kind of a kind of a, you know, you're just trying to come up with reasons to hold to your your metric as being a solid metric, even though it's not, you know. Yeah. You know what? uh, Employee first American companies do. I'd like to know. They wrap those snow days mm-hmm. into their bid. Mm-hmm. Or those rain days into their bid. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you know what else? Do being get, do being the cheap guy on the block, doing your work as the cheap guy, we'll do it at a discount. We'll do anything to get your business. You don't do yourself or the discipline you work in any favors yep. when you choose to be the cheap guy. Oh, yeah. No you're, you're dragging everybody, especially when you're the biggest company on the block. Yeah, or one of the biggest. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it, it's important. It's important. I, I I don't know. I don't have a lot of complaints about our company, but we went corporate recently, and that's why these are all these woes are happening. Yeah, corporate looks at things differently, mainly because they have a group of investors who are only concerned with their investment, and that's the people they keep happy, and that's the people who decide what gets paid for and what gets money withheld from it. So, you know, if we make a whole bunch of money, it might not even go back to us. It goes to the other company that's not doing well that they own and, you know, buys them something because they're hurting. Do you get paid in pounds? We don't. We don't get paid in pounds, but... Um, it's the U.S. dollar. But, it, but it's the U.S. dollar, but sometimes the exchange George rate Washington. seems a little skewed. <laughs> so No, that's enough, man. I don't want to slam your company on here. No, and I'm not slamming them. I'm just saying when you're corporate, it's aggravating. And here's the thing. It's not... Not just your company. A lot of them do that. Yep. It's it's so, it's every corporate you'll ever work for. It's a it's a standard where, and I I think, I mean Amazon's probably not a good example of it because apparently they uh, treat their employees terrible. Yeah. From what I understand, yeah. Apple's probably not the best example. Yeah. Because uh, they have nets around the top of their building because people want to jump off. The, the the only companies that do a really good job around here are Chick-fil-A. the most American companies on the planet, and that's the small business. Chick-fil-A. Small businesses usually do a lot better because their employees mean more to them. Chick-fil-A is independently, independently owned, isn't it? I don't know how that I works. I think man. it is. Chick-fil-A I, is. I don't think they're public. I don't think they've, they've released an IPO. So I think Chick-fil-A, who for the fifth year in a row is the uh, number one fast food chain. Yeah. And like you, you've made the mention, it's not the food that really brings people back. Yeah. I'll tell you this, in all reality, you know, another one, Corey's wearing the shirt, it's Bucky's. Yeah. You know, it, another privately owned company that does very well. Uh, Knowing your customer oh, and giving your customer it. what they want. Bucky's. Yeah. But here's the thing is like, the, but the problem, the thing is, you know how much a person cashiering or walking around cleaning the bathrooms makes it Bucky's starting off. 14 an hour. That's pretty good. That's very good for a yeah. for a, a high school kid making $14 an hour. Yes sir. And 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 that's the, and, and they have no shortage of people. Yeah. I mean, there're two guys and two women, I'm assuming women in the women's bathroom. Mm-hmm. But they have two guys where as soon as I leave the urinal, there's a dude spraying and cleaning it maybe that guy's just sent to track you when you yeah, walk in there's the big one there you go. no but the point is go is get the, the guy that just bought a pound of peanuts and a pound of beef jerky and maybe follow well, him to the, the restroom but that's the thing i wash my hands and walk off yeah guys over there wiping it down same yeah. thing with with the i mean they got 30 urinals and 30 you know yeah. crackers. Hey, one of their billboards is it's the number one place to go number two they're yeah. they're reinvesting into the into the atmosphere but here's where the you point are, where you here's are. the point man you don't you don't have are you reading it off your hand you don't have to <laughs> what was he doing he was like That's this a thought process <laughs> <laughs> i'm reading it off my hand here I, i've been wanting to make this comment about bucky's for two days now hey, check out check out that blister man yeah. Dug a two foot post hole. No. I thought maybe that was from getting. You got a blister from one post hole? 
Dude, that's that's Jeff. That's pushing, not the blister. That is pushing up those ten pound dumbbells is what I thought. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, no, yeah. that's digging one. All right, they got to fix some fence. Yeah. Anyway, point being is is, is Chick Fil A teaches you know treats their employees very well. It's one of yeah. the top places to work. Bucky's another one. HEB is another one <clears throat> in Texas. Those are yeah. ones I just know of. There, I'm sure there are a bunch of them. The more too. corporate it is, the more the money has to be spread out between people who are on the high end, so the low end kind of well, gets yeah, anytime, neglected. Anytime you release an IPO. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Whataburger, and that's kind of, you know, I don't know if you heard the news about Whataburger. Yeah. Chicago-based firm bought Whataburger, and a lot of people worried that it may... Uh, oh, they'll quit toasting their buns. Be the first thing yeah, they do. Yeah, and and that's and that's the thing is, is when you treat your employees well, they treat their customers well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a very highly underrated, underrated value for a company understanding that someone will because i mean you really think about chick-fil-a's food maybe overpriced a little bit in mm-hmm. terms of chicken yeah uh and their menu selection is minimum compared to everyone else yeah yet everyone goes through there yeah because one they're the most efficient one out there yeah i have never oh, by far dude there and it's consistent pe- very rarely do you get a meal that's not up to the same standard as the last 20 mm-hmm. you got and yep. and but you it, and that was the big issue with all the fast food restaurants when uh Whenever I was growing up as a young kid, most of them were very much, you know, what they did was what they did, and that separated them from the bunch. Yep. But then as time went on, by the time I was in college, you started seeing a lot of them kind of drop those things. That's why I always bring up toasting the bun. Uh, Sonic quit doing it. Uh, Brahms quit doing it. A lot of these bigger ones quit doing it and uh, started saying, you know, well, no, it's not so much about that. It's these value meals. It's these you know, combinations and things like that, and it's convenience. Yeah. And they just started putting these restaurants everywhere. Well, now it's kind of because of, you know, Chick-fil-A and a few others. Hopefully it'll kind of force people to get back into that, hey, service with a smile is still pretty important. Um, giving the customer a pretty consistent product is always, you know, pretty important. You can't go to two Sonics that are the same. You'll go to one Sonic and get a pretty good burger. You'll go to another one oh, and you yeah. get you get the most awful yeah. thing you've ever tried to buy. So, Sonic yeah. is the worst fast food restaurant in my opinion now. It, it and it used to be my and, favorite. And I'm not and the food's not necessarily bad. It's just that it's it's the service is just awful. Yeah, just really. You're, bad. you're trying to please a bunch of people who are um, getting paid off of it with those companies rather than trying to please the people that you're serving. You've lost connection with your client. Yep. You have stopped being a client-driven company, and, that's and thing. now you're an investor-driven company, and you're being driven by percentages, by you know metrics and things like that. Yeah, you know how many people wish they could invest in Chick Fil A right now. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, and and and, and here's the other thing too, because one thing I hate about Sonic is the the microphone system. Mm-hmm. It's either I can't understand the person or they can't understand me. There's yeah. always that whatever you you go to Chick Fil A now. They have those those things that hang around their neck, computer systems. Mm-hmm. So you have a person actually sitting outside your window ordering yeah. the food for you. Yeah. yeah. And so by the time you get up there. Even now, if it's raining. Exactly. And that's and <laughs> They've built their outside drive through to where those people can stay drive even if they Exactly. Had- and but but here's my thing. Why why would a teenager sit in the rain and take someone's order? Because you get paid. Exactly, because you're treated well. Because you yeah. go anywhere else, you're yeah. just going to be another And why porter. do people who have a hard job and complain about it every day complain about it every day? Yeah. Because they're undervalued. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, that or they're lazy. I've been, I've been kind of preaching I don't that. Give, I don't, I'm not going to give 100% credit to uh There are there are people the who would complain about it. There, no, there no, are. No, 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 I, would, but, I, would, I would say the majority of employees are terrible. Yeah. But, well, okay, but the ones at Chick-fil-A, like to get order to get hired like, have at you ever, Chick-fil-A, you're Have you ever a gone to a Seven yeah. Eleven that had a bad employee? I haven't. Seven Eleven? Yeah. I've yeah. never gone to a, but they yeah. pay well. Yeah. And if you if yeah, you a, but that's another, and if you don't live up to the to the standard they have, then you're just gone. Yeah. Because there's somebody waiting to get that good job. Having that's worked the point. Yeah, having worked in fast food, man, there's a there's a lot of bad employees. Yeah, but you can filter those out, and you can get yeah. and keep good employees is the that, thing. That, well, it also point. comes down to but your management, too, I, being able to identify. I've had a them. job before where I told my boss, look, I, I appreciate you guys and everything is around, but I could trip and fall into a job this good. Yeah. I mean, they're just they're a dime a dozen. If, if you want to separate yourself, separate yourself. <clears throat> but the reason we well, keep getting crud employees is because there's no reason to pick here over there. Here's the other thing, too. The other thing is is those companies are very – promote from within driven yeah so if you are a 16 year old you Uh can work 
You can develop a career. Yeah, yeah, it's not I mean, a job. It, is it just a job or is it a career? And, yeah, exactly. And, and if you yeah. see a path to something greater, it's a career. Exactly. If you see that, well, this is going to be a 50 cent raise a year job, then you're going to treat it like a job. Well, you can always, here's the thing. And in, in working in fast food and working at lumber yards, mm-hmm. uh, that's the other thing too. Is, I mean, you always hear about, oh, so-and-so down there is paying 50 cents more an hour. Yeah. And it's like, Okay, well, you're going to lose somebody, and then you got to, you know, the, the turnover kills people, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I think companies realize that. Some of them I just don't think care, because like you said, it's more about the stock offering. Well, it's, it's, here's where it comes down to, in my opinion. It's a measurable they can't measure. They can't put a number value on it to see how it's affecting versus the metrics they use. See, because they're, they're looking at numbers, and if it's not a number they compare, it's not something they can see. Yeah, uh, but, not to talk about the NBA too much, because I know Corey will, kind of pull away but i will pass out you know we're about to have a lot of people over we're we're about to have a lot of people get really paid you know what i mean in the nba harrison barnes got 90 million but guys like clay thompson won't get a supermax because he didn't get selected to the all nba first team even though he's super valuable because he's the best at his position you know i mean he's at least top two as a shooting guard in my opinion i could be wrong but i think so now, the way they do that, though, and in sports, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, or whatever, the value of a player is usually driven by metrics that people see as being important. Mm-hmm. And it has to be measurable stuff. So if you're the guy on the team that's really good at you get the pass and then you see someone open, so you kick it out to a guy that kicks it out to a guy and they hit the shot, you get zero stats for that. Yep. And, and if you help the defense by putting pressure on the wings, and if you help the offense by widening the floor, but you don't take very many shots because they, they close out on you and your superstar gets to kick it in, you don't get a lot of stats for that. And when you don't get a lot of stats, you don't get a lot of recognition. When you don't get a lot of recognition, you don't get a lot of money. Yep. And unfortunately, that's what it's like when people don't understand the game. They just see what they want to see and what they like. Well, it's the same way in the business world. The metrics that are that are driving people, it's what they see and what they value. It's not always what makes the best team or the best company. That's why you see some teams that are really good don't got a lot of superstars. You know, they got a lot of really good role players. Have you seen Moneyball? Brad uh, Pitt. Yeah. About the uh, movie about Billy Bean. Yeah. And uh, dude, what's that fat dude's name? <laughs> Jonah. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah. I forgot who he's who he's based on, but that's what it was. The yeah. guy comes in and basically says, listen, man, y'all are paying millions of dollars to guys who hit home runs, but these dudes are striking out more than everybody, you know, as well. Yeah. Whereas when you have somebody, that's why Giambi got paid so much. Yeah. Because Giambi uh, got walked a ton, too. Yeah. And so his on-base percentage was a lot higher than you look at the war, uh, which is you're basically, you know, how many runs you're producing versus how many runs you're keeping the mm-hmm. other team. And all these advanced statistics, and the A's are one of the best teams at getting the most out of their money. Yeah, you know, the the issue with the A's is that they just don't have the the money that the Cubs and the, the yeah. Red Sox, so they can't keep those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, yeah, that's like the Rangers. The Rangers, man, if they get a good player, he's gone as well, soon as dude, he gets some recognition. Well, and the Rangers tried to do it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, first they tried to do what the Yankees did when they went and got Caminiti and 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 all those dudes and just and were terrible because yeah. they had a bunch of dudes who couldn't move and and you know struck out half the time or whatever. Uh, but I mean, sometimes you're just going to get, you know, teams like the Yankees who can play the bean ball and then go and go, then go pay that 300 and million still afford the, yeah, yeah. the $300 million superstars who are going to yeah. put you over the hump. Mm-hmm. Red Sox, another one, you know, and all yeah. that. So. And that's why you see a lot of the same teams winning. Well, and or then, if, a, if one of these other teams starts winning, they win and then they have to just completely blow it up because they yeah. can't afford to maintain it. Right. And that's, and that's why the A's, the, the Marlins A's, have bought two world series. Well, and that's the thing. <laughs> But that's the thing. And then like, they disappear for a decade. Like the athletics are always good enough to where they're teetering with the playoffs or making the playoffs, but they're not terrible enough like the Rays or the Royals where they're terrible for 10 years and they yeah. get to draft the, in the top yeah. top three every year and then they build a team, make a couple years worth of runs, and then, like yeah. you said, free agency just impl- you know mm-hmm. blows it up and then they got to start all over again. Yeah, they just you know aren't going to be terrible long yeah. enough to to do that. And and I don't understand baseball well enough. I don't follow it close enough to really get too too deep into it. But uh, but you know, like you said, and what we're getting back to is, it's all about what you're focusing on and what you're seeing and what makes it good and what what is important to a small business owner when you talk to them is totally different than what you see on the corporate side. 
And that's why you kind of have to figure out, you know, am I more of a corporate type person or am I more of a small business type person? Because the corporate guy can offer you benefits and, you know, employee matches. And they're going to do a lot of the uh, they're going to do a lot of the managing of your finances for you because they're going to have a pay system. Yep. Small business can pay you more, but you're going to have to manage that on your own. Um, and you you might have to, you know, with a small guy, you know, you, you just got to do whatever needs to be done with a bigger guy. some sometimes you can get a little help so you got to kind of figure out and get in where you fit in so i mean there's i guess there's benefits to each depending on your personality and what you're good at yeah to get on a soapbox for a minute because you know the democratic primaries are going yeah that's the biggest dumpster fivers. Did y'all see Beto and that Cory Booker dude speak Spanish? Dude, who are they pandering to? Dude, it's the dumbest crap I've ever dude, seen. Their Spanish is so. Their Spanish is literally like something I would memorize in Spanish class mm-hmm. and then just give as. I mean, is that was, one dude? Is he? Is he not Latino of some sort? Like neither of them are Latino. Neither I thought the Beto are. guy was. No. no, his name's Robert. Man, yeah. he changed his name to Beto to pander to his the last name's O'Rourke. Yeah. Huh. So he's yeah. He's not dude, there's no his I mean I won't say no Hispanic. So does that mean he's Irish? <laughs> he's the yes. Eli- he's he's Elizabeth <laughs> Warren of the Hispanic community. He changed he 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 ran under Beto in Texas to get the Latino vote. Yeah, because he because he was going against Ted Cruz. And Democrats and liberals are so stupid now, granted, that they almost fell for now, it. Now granted, Ted Cruz supposedly changed his name to Ted to to be less Hispanic, I guess. I don't know. What was his real name? I don't know. No, I think it's just Ted. <laughs> Maybe uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> hello. <making> crap up. <laughs> I'd like to hear you butcher something in Spanish. Oh gosh. Oh. Uh, I used to speak pretty good Spanish when I. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but here's the point. The point is, is socialism. Apparently, even though you have a hundred case, a million case studies on socialism and how it's terrible and will never work, mm-hmm. pure socialism, then. But we still have people who want to push it out there and all that. Well, they claim it's different. They Here's, claim the socialism they they're it, going for is different. But it's democratic in, in socialism. The, in, the, in the end, giving you know more power um, away from the people. Uh, that's, that's what it's about. Is a negative thing. Uh, we see it with our um, Raphael. Our economy giving. By the way, real quick, Ted Cruz's real name. Raphael Edward Cruz. That's a sweet name. He shouldn't have changed it. Nothing Ted about that. <laughs> so uh, anyway, but but uh, anyways, I, now I'm losing my train of thought. But socialism. Here's the point. Okay, about- yeah. So socialism and and all that stuff. You know, it used to be obviously a very negative thing to talk about, Still and, and they claim it's different. But the thing is, is anytime you start giving away, um, you know, things that you know yeah it's 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 more work it's kind of like the whole corporate versus small business that i was talking about you're having someone else say well i want you to take care of that and make it fair so that i don't have to think about it and you're trusting these people and then anytime you give someone more power than they already have don't trust them and and no and yeah a politician is going to promote that and you that's it's just it's not safe and it's not good you never want to give away more power you know the tribes uh, are having this issue with uh the casinos so with the casinos you also have to lose a little bit of your sovereignty you know they're a sovereign nation but when you start you know having to make deals with the government because you have a chance to make a bunch of money it gets more and more you're you lose a little bit of that sovereignty <clears throat> as a sovereign nation because you have to give a little um, and granted, you know, it's paying off because they're able to have a lot of money for their tribe to uh, promote into their tribe. But still, you lose a little sovereignty. Just like if you get into socialism, you may think it's great, but you're going to lose freedom. Whether you want to believe it or not, you're going to lose freedom. Well, and that's and that's the issue. That, and Because everything's going to get corrupt. Right. You have to believe that everything's going to get corrupt. But here's the point. The point, the, the issue with socialism is, is the number one moneymaker for this economy mm-hmm. is small business. Yeah. You know, for a few reasons. And yeah. socialism completely wipes out small business. Oh, it makes it very, 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 very hard because to, either, to build anything on your own. Right. I mean, they, 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 they tax it. The under, rich people in power are still going to be in power. Right. There's going to be more in power. And that's, the, and that's the thing. The capitalist, the capitalist structures, the top 1%, like they call it, is yeah. still going to stay in power. And it kills the socialism. competitive market because there's no need to compete anymore. Yep. There's no motivation to compete. And that's the point. The point is, is, is because of that... Because socialism takes away the middle class, then, or not the middle, well, the middle class, but also small business, is because now you lose the companies like Chick Fil A because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. 
Mm-hmm. And the reason a lot of people like the small business is not a, not about the money. See, everyone thinks that, that jobs are just simply about the money. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a, a well-documented study that vi- value, in other words, a person going to work for eight, nine hours a day and going home and feeling like they've added value oh, to, yeah. to the world is more important than a couple dollars extra an hour. Oh, yeah. And, and when you work in a small business... The owner of that business is typically right there with you, mm-hmm. you know, so it's less about the corporate feel, like you say. It's more about that family there's feel. N- yeah, there's nothing better than that working side by side with someone to accomplish something, and they appreciate you for it. Exactly. You know? You know the, and in small... And, 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 you know they're, and you know they're taking care of you. It's just there's not as much money to go around. The biggest, the biggest difference between corporate and small business is who gets paid first. Yeah. In a small business, the employee gets paid first, and the employer usually is the one that has to that wait to get paid yeah. and fall behind on bills in order to keep the company afloat. Yeah. You look at corporate worlds, for example, Lehman Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Bear Stearns or whatever it's called, yeah. uh, that, that bank that went under. Everyone got, the, the, the employee got laid off, the executives with taxpayer money got bailed out, yeah. got to walk home with million dollar bonuses and all that. Yeah, it's all about who you're protecting. And the thing, who and, are you and, working for? And here's, here's what people don't understand is when you push that socialistic line the mm-hmm. socialistic, the social, the way to sell socialism is, is this person got paid a million dollars with taxpayer money because they got bailed out. Mm-hmm. Guess what? That dude's still going to get paid with taxpayer money to get bailed out. Yeah. The problem is, is, is the backbone of the, 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 the most important backbone of this economic structure is the one that's going to get let out. And here's the other thing. Everybody wants student loan forgiveness, which first of all, you dug that grave yourself. Yep. And I'm I'm living it because, you know, we've got student loan debt. I didn't Same have here. much, but, you know, my wife went to grad school and, you know, she couldn't pay for it. So she she had to take some student loans out. That's that's kind of part of it. You know, her sister is a doctor now, but she's going to spend the first few years of her career paying off student loan debt before she can really start seeing, you know, the the return on the investment she made in her education. That's part of it. But you got all these people taking stabs at college and then not finishing, and they're getting a bunch of debt, and they're not very employable, so they're working, you know, mediocre wage jobs. I work a pretty mediocre wage job, and I got two degrees. You know what the deal is? Is They want college to be free, or they want to get it paid for and have debt forgiveness. Just stop going to college. I've said it a hundred times on here. Stop going to college. It's not for everybody. You're going to get in debt, and you're never going to be able to pay it back because the investment is not a smart investment unless you have a legit plan and you're going somewhere that you know you're going to get a return on that investment. So socialist, there's your answer. Quit going to college. Well, we can agree to here. Here's my only thing about paying off. And I'm not saying they should pay off student loans. Yeah. Okay. However, I am going to say this, give me back my money that bailed out Chevrolet. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's, that's my issue. And so it's a two, it's, we're sitting, you know, it's just, it's an, it's the same thing that we saw in 08, just in a different rapper. Well, and this has been under every president. The, the rich just keep getting money because they generate the economy. And it's like, no, man, give it back to us small guys and we'll just do small businesses. Well, and, 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 and we'll go to trade schools and we'll live in our communities and we'll make money off our communities and it'll be better than socialism ever could be. And, and that's, and that's what's going on. I mean, it, right now, I mean, you have to, I mean, you, you're probably seeing more money in your paycheck because taxes have been cut, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he actually, Trump actually wants to drop it down to 10%. Yeah. Income, drop it another 10%. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I think he dropped it three or 4%. It's, it's bracket wise. So some got, you know, more than others as far as a cut goes, but he wants to cut it another 10% across the board. Yeah. And you have people in the house and the senate not all but people in the house and senate who are bucking that type of you have candidates in the democratic primary right now that are bucking that yeah that tax cut which i don't understand i mean which you you should honestly pay attention to yeah well and the thing the whole thing is is our money is their power that's exactly without our money what what are they going to promise people exactly because it would be me the guy who never went to college and started a small business take that back i went to college didn't get a degree but because uh, college was stupid for me, uh, but I would be the one paying for somebody else's college. To yep. me, that's wrong. Yeah, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to pay right. for somebody else's kid. I want to pay for my kids. I know? agree. But here's the other thing, though. In 2008, you paid for everybody else's mortgage. Yeah. That and you know what I mean. That's that's kind of my issue. So my point is, is that we shouldn't pay the 
student loans. Yeah. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, though, is is we have to understand where we were, and anyone who's promising you those kind of things is just same, some of the same old stuff that's never worked. And, and we got to start trusting that if someone fails, that someone else will succeed in their place. And when you start bailing people out, it's like, no, man, you need to let them people fail. You need to let them fail. Whether they're rich, can't whether they're whether middle class, or whether they're poor. Failure do. is a part of life. You can't. Those companies who uh, who you bailed out had dirty pictures of you. Yeah. That they were going to release. They that's, also they I also mean, had your money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing is 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 they, there was it's so intertwined. Yeah. So well, that's well, that's where too big to. But fail socialism doesn't yeah. fix that. No. No, and but that's that's my not point. that's not a product of capitalism. That's a product of corruption. Actually, the bailout system of the banks and the auto industry is a form of socialism. That's exactly what socialism. Where the be. government comes in, exactly. And, yeah, that's, true. That's socialism. There's social. You're you know right. I mean? You're right. You're right. Even though we're not a socialist economy, we chose a socialist you know way of getting out of it. Yeah, because you had a socialist communist president. Yeah. A worthless skis bag. <laughs> I'm guessing you didn't like Barack Obama. Hated. <laughs> yeah. Did you love George Bush? Nope. Okay. Did George. you love uh, Bill Clinton? Nope. Did you like uh, Senior? H.W.? Yeah. No, that dude was a creep. See, Josh just doesn't like presidents. Never. Trump's dude. killing very, him. That's very 1776 thinking hey, of you, man. I'm a big fan Keep of Donald free. Trump. Yeah. Keep free. Yeah. I've I noticed mean, that. I mean, in, in all, and, I, and I wasn't at the beginning. He, he's, definitely, he's definitely cut from a way different cloth. He Listen, doesn't man, take the same approach. Donald Trump, first U.S. president to peacefully walk on uh, North Korean soil yesterday. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. I didn't. Went to the DMZ. Went to the DMZ, shook Mr. Kim Jong-un's hand, yeah. and then was personally invited by Mr. Kim Jong-un to step onto the North Korean side. Yeah. But Dennis Rodman had a lot to do with that. Come on. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, man, but, but <laughs> he did. Because, I, I, you know, Rodman and Trump are friends. You they know? are. He sent Rodman. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, yeah. listen, man, there's a lot no, going on. There's around. a lot going on behind the scenes. I mean, there's a lot, you know, yeah. it, there is a deep state. You guys can, can buck it if you want, but there are. Yeah. Greedy, no, I know your beliefs on that. There are greedy, self-serving people that are, that used to run this country. Yeah. And they did it for their own interests and their interest alone. It, and well, and it, it's it's always the people. It's always been that way. 1776 was us feeling that way, you know, and and, and taking care of it, you know. And yeah. then it got back that way. Here's the thing, man. England has been meddling. Well, no, 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 man. These were it wasn't the uh, it wasn't the average American person. The average American person got stirred up by the wealthy agrarian class and then the the wealthy uh, kind of what you would call like the monarchy people who had been granted their lands by england and granted their power by england yeah but they decided that well we've got all this power from england and these others were like well we've kind of got all this power because we have all this land and all this industry we think we can do it without them now so they took this great dowry that they were given and then they said you know what we're gonna cut ourselves off from you and so they decided to stir up the people and they they fought but i mean you know, that's all it was. It was wealthy people not wanting to pay taxes, deciding to fight the people yeah. that were making them pay taxes. You know where that tax And they came were given from? all that money and wealth and power by the government that they were cutting themselves off from. It would be like if the wealthy corporation said, we're going to take America down and we're going to start our new, our, our, our new government and new everything. And it was up to them. And in America, you had two classes because you had Thomas Jefferson, who was part of the agrarian class and thought that they should be in charge because they produced the products that gave wealth but then you had the people who were up in New England and everything who made the finished products, who, who you know, had the, had the factories and the mills and things like that that took the agricultural products and turned them into supplies. They felt like they should be in charge and that there should be a wealthy upper class. And they fought back and forth on that. It was almost yeah, but, the same okay, thing that, England had but here. But that wasn't, but that wasn't fighting England. No, it was it was inner, but I'm just saying that didn't... The issue, okay, that's inner fighting. You're always going to have inner fighting. But the problem is, is England kept taxing us yeah and we kept paying those taxes until i think it was 1774 somebody shot somebody and they called it rude and they added a polite tax to the t and yeah. then we kicked their t in the and a lot of that stuff was used as to uh, the ocean a lot of that stuff was used and manipulated just like things are today to rile up people right. for no, their you're cause. absolutely right and i'm glad they did rile them up yeah because i like my teeth <laughs> that's a that's a british jab right there yeah. Uh, yeah. i like i like the dentist you yeah. know i'm not a fan of going to the dentist i, I like the fact the that the dentist 
takes care of my pearly whites. Yeah. You know, so. But no, it. It's yeah. it's been going on since the beginning of time. This what we're seeing in America is is nothing different than what was all always there. Um, well, you're seeing, you it. know, there was a civil war fought, and and you know, of all the things that you can say it was fought over, the biggest thing that it was fought over was the power of the money yes. in the United States. Yes, slavery was definitely a part of it. It was it was the springboard. But here's well, here's what people have to understand is is the the only reason JF or not JFK Abraham Lincoln. Not saying the only reason he abolished slavery, but he played that card when he did because that was going to hurt the economy of the Confederate States. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's what they're yeah. We're gonna, take the the whole moral issue out of it. Abraham Lincoln wasn't in the in the position like we have to get this done. It was a strategic move to weaken his enemy. Yeah, I because mean, the Union was getting waxed before that. Yeah, I mean, and basically it. It it would be great if it was a noble war fought for a noble reason. I agree, but it it just it wasn't one hundred percent. And not not a lot it. of the people who were involved in it. Um, it was it was mainly because of the how much they stood to gain. Yeah, and not knocking it. Listen, man. Yeah. You know, if it was abolished because of the Civil War, worth it. Then unfortunate. <laughs> then I mean, it's unfortunate people died in it, but it was they did not die. Without a cost, yeah, they didn't know? die. In so it was worth it. Even though, even though the and and that's more of the the commoner yeah. who fought in the war, not the politicians who who. It just shows that politicians aren't near as noble as they claim to be. There you go. And these people who are pandering to you on television, no matter which side of the uh, pendulum they side on, you just because in my opinion, Trump does a lot of pandering. He might be the king of it, and might be why they're doing it. He he kind of started that trend. Yeah, but he knows he? how to talk to the people who are going to vote for him. But who's yeah. he pandering to? Yeah. And is it really pandering if he makes an honest attempt to come through with those promises? Because they know, listen, they know nobody's getting free college. Yeah. Every Democrat knows that nobody's yeah, getting free happen. college. It's just not going to happen. And they're not going to so take away To guns. me, that's pandering. Now, when he comes out there and he's like, oh, let's build a wall. And, uh, you know, everybody wants to say it's a redneck being like, woo, let's build it. Well, guess what? He's out there, like, actually building a wall. Well, well did you guys feel like it was pandering when Obama promised that he was going to give health care to everybody? Yes. At the yeah. time. But then he took a stab at it. And he did. He knowing he it was going to fail. He knew it was going to fail. Okay, I feel like that's what Trump's doing with the wall. It's not the failing, wall's though. being built. The wall's though. being built. <laughs> I at just, this moment, and Obamacare is an actual, and, and Obamacare got implemented as well. But it's it's, it's yeah, not going to be something that's going to that's going to end up being seen as a success in history. I don't feel. See, but I disagree. Yeah, I disagree for what? a couple reasons. One, you're going to see. I think what you're going to see, and this goes back to being able to measure numbers yeah. and what you're measuring, uh, I think you're going to see fentanyl and drug-related deaths. Uh, if they go down, that would be great. You're going to, I think you're going to see human trafficking and pedophilia decrease, which it already is. Yeah. Pedophilia seems to be a problem with the... With the wealthy and powerful, though, and it seems like it always has been. Right. Well, the more pipe, you learn about their pipeline is Mexico. That's how they that that's how they get children in and out of the country. That's what they, yeah. they, there's more to the wall than just immigration. Yeah. You but, know what but, I mean. But what I'm getting at though is is that people who are um, who are doing that, the American, you know, like the you know the Robert Crafts or which he's alleged apparently at this time, but are the the others that are involved in it, you know, through Hollywood and everything that that you know that it's been going on for a long time. They say it's a it's an epidemic and it's been there forever. Yeah. They're, they're not getting those children from mexico man they're not they're getting them through mexico not from mexico through mexico they're, they're drawing these people in a lot of different ways because the ones in hollywood were getting people who were actors well so, you know uh, what yeah, i'm saying so, it's, yeah, but that's a small that's a small listen the human trafficking thing is a huge industry yeah you, you consider a sheik in the middle east who has more money than jeff bezos you know there there are people in the Middle East right now that we don't know what they what they're worth. Some are estimated because I mean New York City could be as much of a hub for that, or Miami, Florida, or anything that's not along the Mexican border. I yeah, mean I would it's say more that there's difficult because there are ports and custom agents that have yeah. to go up there. But I, I now, feel like there's also more corruption in those areas because that's were. where Robert Kraft was. No, he was there in were. Florida. No, there's corruption and in it's those, people in Boston and New York. There are corruption in those areas. And LA, it's coastal areas. Okay, but you also have a government now who is replacing those corrupt officials and, and prosecuting those corrupt officials and so forth. Yeah. So now now that you can't depend on the ports 
because there's a very good chance of being caught. What do you do? Now you start coming through uh, avenues with no wall. Yeah. I.e. Mexico. Canada's probably pretty bad about it, too. And I'm sure yeah. that's. See, I would rather have a wall look along the Canadian border, personally. Me, too, man. <laughs> but, you know, because, I, you know, just in my personal experience, um, I've never had uh, any issues with the Mexico border, personally. So I guess I don't understand that as well. Um, but, well, you know, the Canadian border, I feel like they've let a lot of stuff slip through that should have never gotten here, like beaver and stuff like that. These are atrocious things that have it's a come sarcasm if you're not picking up on it yet, Josh. <laughs> oh, I figured it. Out. <laughs> man, I'm all because we're man. supposed to be a funny show. Sometimes Dude, they're, pra- <laughs> they're practically they're practically French. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Which is even worse because it, is, if I, something's going to slip into your country, uh, it's going to be French. Because you know, here's here's the down. thing. Here's the thing about the English. The even though French. They, yeah, the slippery French. You even know. though even though yeah. I talk a lot of trash about the English and I yeah. believe all of it. We still get some dapper clothes. <laughs> have have dasheries come from England? Yeah, and those are the greatest things ever. Yeah, you explain know? what those are for those peasants who don't know what a habdashery is. Yeah, it is a uh, place to buy finer clothing. Yeah, and uh, clothing accessories such as ties and pocket oh. squares. So like Ross or TJ Maxx. Mm, no, <laughs> no, it's talking about the place that's like on the second or third story of like a business complex. Yeah, where it's owned, it's got like two people's names, like something and something. Yeah, and you go in there and you can't buy a tie for less than one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, it's like you know Chauncey and Fredericks. Yeah, yeah that's a good habdashery name. <laughs> Chauncey and Fredericks. Chauncey and Fredericks. Oh. Charles Tierwitt, my favorite. Uh, Believe me, I've never been in one of those, and I probably never will. I'll They're stick fancy. to my Van Hughes and hey, Flex. I don't live an extravagant lifestyle, I'm in fancy. case you hadn't noticed. Which, by the way, we're gonna we'll probably do a uh, a fashion episode here. <laughs> <laughs> Enlighten you guys. Oh man. I mean, man, we keep Josh around for the comedy, obviously. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can fit into my nice suit anymore. <laughs> That was fitted to me at 185 pounds. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's good stuff, a fashion yeah. one. But but on that note, you know, we do get habdasheries and so forth from the English. I don't know if there's anything cool that comes from the French. Pizza. Yeah. French pizza. French bread. <laughs> Pizza's Italy, baby. Yeah. Yeah, not French bread pizza. Yeah, French bread's not worth it. <laughs> Your cappuccinos and espresso shots. And all your Starbucksy mm. stuff. Is that? Yeah, is you that know, you're actually a lot like the French yeah, in a lot of ways. Like I gotta French. admit, you're a little Frenchy. <laughs> yeah. How so? Ah, oh, just a lot of things you do, man. You're you're like you want to have a fashion show. You're <laughs> you're weird, strange wait, teas and coffee. Wait, who said who said fashion show? You, you did. did. No, I said a fashion episode. Ep- same well, thing. I think the topic is how to dress. I think he said show. So I'm pretty sure he said a fashion. I'm pretty so sure he wants to build a runway. I could see here. in his eyes. He was he imagining to strut down the runway. I don't want everyone to look like a Neanderthal at all times. Yeah, man. I'm just saying you take I a dress- lot of liberty in your life, and that comes from the French. Just saying. Like what? A lot of things you do, man, are kind of okay. I like coffee. You're a habitual like, line stepper when it comes to a lot of things. I'm a I'm a fan of the of the the finer coffee. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, you say a lot of things on here. I I, I mean, we won't get throwing stones because obviously no, I mean, we're in a glass fine. house here. I mean, go ahead. But I'm just saying, we can rewind the tape and we can come up with a lot of things you say and do that. I'm not gonna lie, man. Seem seem a little uh. Like Seem like they have little little you, frills on them. Do you have one in mind? <laughs> the you coffee is the coffee is good enough, man. That's the all coffee? we need. Yeah, the coffee is all we okay. need. You know, I not I used to not be a big coffee drinker. Yeah, but um, start taking a picture of you on Sundays in your suits. <laughs> I like to look good, baby. Remember when you went on a pocket square thing where you were, it was all about the pocket square? <laughs> I've never rocked a pocket square. <laughs> Josh was just buying them on Amazon. Were <laughs> like <laughs> still going on. I still wear pocket squares. <laughs> there are three rules to the pocket square that I never break. Oh yeah, what are those three rules? Three rules is one: if you're wearing a suit or a sports coat, yeah, always wear a pocket square. Okay, that's rule number one. Rule number one. Yep. What's rule number two? Rule number two is uh, do not match. Okay. Uh, so if you have a, like a paisley tie, yeah, do not wear a paisley pocket square. Okay. Never match your pocket square with your tie or your socks. 
Okay. Or shirt. If you have like a plaid shirt, don't wear a uh, okay. uh, a plaid pocket square. All right. Now, there are exceptions to these rules. Exceptions to the one about always wearing it. Yeah. Uh, anytime you have at, you're at risk of up updressing somebody that may be detrimental to you, an mm-hmm. example would be an interview. Yeah. Don't wear a pocket square to an interview. Yeah. Okay. Don't be a Craig Sager, in other words. Right. Remember how they used to blow their nose on his pocket yeah. square and give him a hard time all the time? Yeah, you want to keep that. So that's the exception to the matching one is solid colors. So yeah. if you're wearing a white shirt, you can have a solid white. Craig Sager square. broke all the etiquette rules that Josh is talking about. Anyway, rule number three, don't ever wear those cards that come with rented tuxedos. Oh yeah. So it's it's not a real pocket square. It's like a card with like some fabric. Okay. On the top. So Don't you ever just do slide that. Card. Don't ever do that. Yeah. Because part of the beauty of a pocket square yeah. is the imperfection when it's in your uh, in your pocket. Okay. Not weird at all. So uh, I've actually got a tie that um, has a zipper on it, and when you cinch it up, it zips. Up. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I no. found it at a thrift store. Had to buy it. Of course never. you did. I would never wear that. What kind of a knot do you wear in your tie? me yeah uh my 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 preferred one is a pratt knot um is that a new thing no it's just a it's just a it's more of a a triangular so it's more symmetrical as far as a triangle pratt knot uh classic you, windsor yeah uh, man you got to go windsor that's half windsor one? you look like a hobo half yeah. windsor see half windsor is my second preferred see, half windsor is gross you it know. just it, 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 it never looks symmetrical it always looks like it's cocked off to one side or the other yeah it's it, it's you don't know how to tie it so you just did that yeah. instead it looks like somebody just no man windsor knot that's all you need it. man windsor knot yeah if you're gonna okay. tie a tie what's the what's the prince coming from a couple of uh pencil necks like you two <laughs> i could see why the windsor would be your preferred <laughs> way but I for some of us who my hands s- don't blister on 10 pounds of weight so yeah. <laughs> my, my hands don't blister digging one post hole <laughs> for, for someone who is six for someone who is six five and has how do you even dig just one post hole, man? It's like someone was building a fence and you showed him and said, Hey guys, need any help? Yeah, right at the <laughs> end happened? right at the end so he didn't he, have to do too he much. He showed up like a blister. The yeah. work was over and he showed up. <laughs> yeah, what happened what happened is 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 one side of my fence that that closes off the house fell. Yeah. And the way it was set up is is the post that it was connected to is further back than the house itself. So it was come it was so it was coming at an angle. So I had to go four feet further on the fence line so that I can get a 90-degree angle to the side of the house. Yeah. So I had to put one post in so I could go that additional four and a half feet or so. Yeah. Anyway. You want to know the the hardest blister to develop I've had? And I thought playing guitar was the hardest because those are just, those are just uncomfortable, those fingertip blisters. Um, and I thought that was the worst blisters. And I had a bunch of different ones, you know. I'm old school, so the old Atari blister from when the, the handle would break – and you would have to yeah. go back and forth to play track and field. That'd leave a pretty big blister on your palm. That was a bad one. Uh, foot blisters, things like that from hiking. But honestly, the worst blister, if you want to zoom in on, on that right there, that wedding ring, I don't know if you can see, but right there, there's a pretty gnarly blister. And uh, it is so hard to get used to chopping because we have to chop a lot uh, yeah. for surveying, uh, machetes, axes, whatever else, um, brush axes. Uh, chopping, hammering, or anything you do with your left hand it just for some reason that ring just hits right into your hand Take every the time. Ring off, man. Yeah, oh, that's a symbol of my love, man. Can't then do go that. Go get a Kalo. Huh? A Kalo. Uh, go get a Kalo. You'll feel better tomorrow. <laughs> it's Kalo. What do you suggest? I thought it's Kalo. <laughs> no, there's no U in it. Yeah, that sounds like French things too. No, man, this right? gold band is part of me now. Take is, that. Is thing there off. a U in it? No, but I think it's pronounced Kalo. So maybe not. I yeah, thought it's no U. I, I know, Kalo. I know, but the Q is a Q sound. <laughs> if there's no you, then there's no qua. Good no. luck, Quelo. She'll feel better in the morning. Anyway, Kalo, <laughs> Quelo, however you want to say it, it's a rubber ring. Yeah. So you can still promote your undying love for your spouse, yet at the same time you don't get that pesky blister. Yeah. No, nah, the blister's worth it, man. It's now nah, it's a symbol of my love for my wife. It's a representation of your wife. The <laughs> no. old blister. The old I can't blister. Get rid of. <laughs> no, man. She's she's a good one. That's I got I, a good one. That's how I feel sometimes. Yeah. So, there is going to be a lot going on, 4th of July. I'm going to ask everyone to please practice safety. Uh, Wasn't that long ago, I remember we had a 4th of July get-together at at Josh's house, and uh, one of our friends, you know, you buy the uh, the mortar rounds, and they Mm -hmm. come with 
they come with the little shots that you drop in there and then you have different size mortar rounds and they all come with their own tube and uh probably shouldn't have been shooting off mortar rounds in the talavera edition but you know we we weren't getting a lot of flack from the police and josh was convinced that he could just call his brother-in-law if anyone showed up so we went ahead and started firing mortar rounds in the middle of the uh cul-de-sac that that's there it's not really a cul-de-sac what do you call that y'all got a little round they call it a cul-de-sac but it's it's uh, got a leg off of it so it's not technically a dead end yeah it doesn't dead end like a cul-de-sac but yeah but it has that circle. Everyone turns around on my street for some reason. Yeah. I don't know how many times I go outside and hear, <laughs> dude, turn into you <laughs> right in front of my house. I'm like, dude, man, they like literally hear their power steering squeaking because exactly. they're turning it too far. I'm like, dude, you can hang a left and just hang another left and it'll take you right back to the road. But anyway, so we were firing off these mortar rounds and uh, one of our uh, one of our pals who's probably listening right now, you know who you are. Decided that, uh, hey, what happens if you put the mortar rounds that don't fit in the other tubes? And uh, blew the side out of one of the tubes and about lit everybody in the area on fire. Shot a mortar round that instead of going up in the sky and exploding, which these things fill the sky when they explode, it shot under my chair. And uh, we had to hope that it was going to get out of there in time. And then I believe one went near a vehicle. We had a lot of incidents. Under our neighbor's truck. Yeah, because uh, if you put one of the smaller ones in a tube that doesn't fit, that is bad. And if you put a big one in a tube that's too small, that is bad. So practice safety, follow the directions. Yeah, and that's what, that's one. It's one one thing to kill yourself, killing someone else. Yeah, and that's what happened is one But it was pretty funny at the time. After it got quick yeah, and scary. Once, yeah, once we realized no one was dying or damaged. <laughs> but it, got, it was real scary yeah, at first. property wasn't going to be damaged. <laughs> but, yeah, so one was too big, and that exploded in yeah. the street in the tube itself. So it was like yeah. a sea of fire. <laughs> the other one was too small, and so you can't control it. And so it just it, was going wild. Yeah. It did, yeah, it didn't have enough It didn't have enough pressure behind it to shoot it up in the air like the thump that yeah. you hear. So it actually, that's the one I think that went underneath us yeah as we were sitting and then the other one is is i can't remember if they were trying to jump over it or run away whatever they did they kicked the tube over yeah so the tube actually leaned and that's what went under the car yeah and luckily it went under the car and not you know in the car yeah yeah have we ever told the story about uh aaron austin's fire i think we did but i don't think it was very uh uh, you know, and here's the thing: people so get good. killed doing that with those tubes. Oh like, yeah, people put them on their head to like shoot them off and oh, end up yeah. dying and all that. So, yeah. well, I not, don't even like when they go off before I'm ready because your ears, man, it just it's such a what is that called the uh, the percussion off of it? Yeah. The uh, anyways that, that that's like a flash bomb going off near you. Yeah, that's, so. I mean it's a mortar. Yeah, I mean it's a mini mortar. I mean we <laughs> use that stuff to kill people in war, <laughs> and we're we're uh, yeah we're sitting there, you know. Yeah, that's a, but that's the same thing, man. Shooting a bottle rock in the air and trying to hit it with a with a forty five caliber you yeah. know, handgun. I mean, it's just anyway. Oh, man. Lose, you tell, can lose a lot of hearing and lose a lot of fingers. Yeah, tell, talk about our buddy Aaron. I forgot what happened. Okay, so we had gone to the uh, fireworks stand down the road from the Collins's house, and that was the year we got uh, what was it, Old Glory? Yeah, like the, the American flag, like the, the five hundred shot American flag. Dude, that flag, that flag is why I never buy a firework ever yeah. again. Oh, it was. It was we a, talked our wives into two hundred dollars. We we all grabbed our money and like, hey, we'll put in forty, forty, forty. So we all had this uh, about two hundred dollars for this huge flag that was like five thousand. Lit it. <laughs> Dude, 30 seconds yeah, later, maybe done. 30 seconds done. <laughs> we're like, we talked him down quite a bit on it, though, yeah, didn't we? I think we got it for like, like 60 or 80 bucks. Yeah, yeah, but, dude, you had, like, every woman at that party the most goes, anticlimactic thing ever. Every, here's the thing. Here's why I'm mad at it. Every wife that was asked if we can spend the extra, because we all got our budget for firecrackers. We blew them all up and, and you know, yeah. still had time. So we all, every wife that was talked into spending money on this thing mm-hmm. went, that was it. That was it. That was it. Y'all spent right. This is worse than the honeymoon, Josh. Exactly. Yeah, well, this, that was it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So anyway, they're just ahead. un-American. <laughs> yeah. Now, so anyway, he buys this. Uh, you know, one of your typical like boxes. You know, that has like 10, 15 shots in it. Yeah. And uh, they call those cakes, don't they? Right. Yeah, yeah. cakes. Yeah. And you know, they even if they come in a straight box, a lot of them don't shoot straight up. In yeah. there, they're angled out, so they oh. shoot and put on a show. You know, yeah, and cover yeah. like a certain area. Well, uh, 
And you usually Aaron, do this in a pasture. So. We, we, no, we were. We had, we had plenty of space. But okay. Aaron, seeing the angle of the box being straight up, assumes that it shoots straight up. Yeah. Well, the canisters inside are angled out. So he lights it and steps like three feet back. Oh, my goodness. Dude, the first one rockets off, and you just see sparks fly off his eyeball, <laughs> and the dude just, wham, goes back. <laughs> and he's done. Like, he's done. Oh. Dude, he, it looked like somebody had beat the crud out of him oh, for weeks no. afterwards. Like, he's lucky he didn't lose an eye, but, I mean, he took that first mortar shell point-blank range, maybe three feet away from it, right to the face. Oh, man. <laughs> it was the most glorious thing. It was hilarious. Do people yeah. still have Roman candle fights? Yeah. You know, when we were kids, that was actually one have of the stupid seen, things that went on. Have you seen that? That, that it's a Facebook or Twitter video where they have umbrellas. They have umbrellas. <laughs> so umbrellas are shields and, and and I'm not talking the little ones. I'm talking about the, the big ones. That yeah. Are like, whoom. yeah. I mean, they're almost, they're borderline mortars. Yeah. They're just running around the street, just shooting at these, each other and, and trying to block them with, uh, yeah. Well, an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little nylon umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and flammable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's anyway, special, kind of yeah. stupid, right there. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we've all had. I mean, uh, you know, we've done done stuff. I I wasn't a part of it. Somehow, I don't know. Not like I was the voice of reason or anything, but a lot of the dumber things that my friends did. Somehow, I was just luckily not there, and and you know, I missed the good time, but also missed the injuries. They all got in a uh, Roman candle fight one time, and I think the worst one, a guy got hit just like right under the armpit, and it you know, it, it went in his shirt. So oh, it burned through the burned. shirt and then just started roasting his skin and like shooting out of his shirt and everything. <laughs> uh, and, and so, you know, they got, they got that good one. And then, yeah. and then of course it was the person who did it, you know, getting chased, I'm sure. And, and, you know, them, you know, don't get, me, with, don't get me wrong though. Twitter is one of my favorite places to be after the 4th of July, just to see all the different yeah. dumb stuff. Dude, There's nothing better than someone's face when they think I'm going to shoot a bottle rocket out of my butt crack. <laughs> A lot of people keep doing that. There's enough video evidence out there that this they is a bad idea. They still do oh, it, gosh. and this look of regret and pain is all the same <laughs> and still is enjoyable to me. That's so dumb. It people, is. People are dumb, man. And, and here's the other thing, too, with fire fireworks. Yeah. Don't wear any synthetic clothing. Yeah. I mean, that's the worst thing you could yeah. do. Go to your local Atwoods and get the clothing that says FR on it. Yeah. I mean, in, in all reality, if you're going to do that kind of stuff, you need to... Yeah, the the greatest show I've ever seen put on was put on, uh, and I've probably talked about it, you know, yearly, and I will always go back to it. Uh, my friends Brian, Brad and Ryan Cannon from Newcastle, Oklahoma, uh, two of the coolest dudes I know, they had a relative or something who's in the firework industry. And just know that there are a lot of things that you buy that have a heavy markup on them. Fireworks may be the most marked up item no that there lie. is, dude. They are severely, dude, savagely marked up. I've heard stories of people who 4th of July and New Year's Eve are the only two weeks before are the only four weeks of the year they work because their firecracker stands make so much money. <clears throat> yeah, and, and you know, and they're not even get, they're, it's not like they're the ones making them. So whoever is making the fireworks, I mean, yeah. it must be so cheap to make these things because even the, the, the wholesalers are making a ridiculous markup yeah. on them. And then they sell it to your local band who opens a fireworks stand to, you know, buy new uniforms, you know, or, yeah, or well, the softball team. Because in a small town, the people that own the fireworks stands, it's usually school-related stuff, and people from school go work it for free, and the proceeds go to pay for uniforms and helmets and shoes and whatever else. That's, that's how a lot of them were. We don't have people that own fireworks that stands. might be in the podunk town. Well, we're there. in a tiny town. <laughs> But it's all Jake's down but, here. But here in the big city, yeah, that's corporate. I mean, that's it's, small yeah. business, and it's big warehouses. That's American well, they entrepreneurship. Were they were tied to that, and they did. They said, it's like y'all did. They were like, everybody give us twenty or thirty bucks, and there was a bunch of us. So I think they they collected two or three hundred bucks worth of uh, cash off everybody and headed to the warehouse. And their uncle's like, go get whatever you want to get, you know, and bring it back, and then you know I'll tell you if it's good or not. So they come back, dude. And they've got a ton. Ton. They've got a ton. They have enough that they had about six people lighting at the same time, uh, and they had mortar rounds lined up. And they would drop a mortar round in, they'd all go up and light them at the same time. And then they would all lay a cake out in front of them and go all lighted at the same time. So just every time that they had a round where it went up in the air, there were mortar rounds and full cakes going off. And like I said, about six people or so lighting them at all times. This show went on for over 20 minutes. 
they had enough fireworks to keep it going, just constantly shooting one after another. And the grand finale was they all just lit a whole bunch of stuff at the same time and just let it go bonkers in the sky. And it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Really? There's never been a fireworks show other than maybe the dragon that chased the hobbits on Lord of the Rings, you know, that, that was even close to as magnificent never as this it. thing was. You've never seen Lord of the Rings? Mm-mm. You should really watch more good movies. So, but that's neither here nor there. What comes down to is that's the best fireworks show I've ever seen. And that's how you do it. Get a bunch of people, all invest together. Everybody go sit in lawn chairs, pick about two people, and have them just lighten, you know, two mortars at the same time or three. And then two or three cakes at the same time and do it that way. And then get the kids little stuff. You know, that's the way to do it. That's the best way. So There you go, man. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. Where are we at? That is exactly one hour. That's that's good stuff. Yeah, one hour. Hope everyone had a happy, safe Fourth of July. Yeah. Don't blow your hand off. Or if you're listening before, be sure to have a safe and happy Fourth of July. That is true. I forgot this comes out Wednesday before. Yep. Yeah, so have a happy, safe for July. Be safe. Be careful. Um, find your famous or your favorite Englishman mm-hmm. or English woman on Twitter. Yeah. Talk a little trash to him. <laughs> go find. Hey, go find that English person who's criticizing America somehow. Yeah. And just give them the old. Haven't cared about what you said since 1776. <laughs> <laughs> your opinion hasn't mattered since 1776. <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah. And, um, uh, and look forward to next week's fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, like I said, man, embrace the fact that uh, we all have the right to nice, healthy teeth. Don't have to eat hard, fruit-filled pastries. <laughs>